John chapter 11 gives us a little glimpse into what the love of God looks like. We'll talk about it today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. John 11 is one of my favorite passages in all of the Gospels, just because there's so many things in here that are just so encouraging to read. And in particular, as we think about the future and what happens after we die, Jesus gave some of his most powerful statements in regard to that. But it starts with Jesus and three friends. So it says in verse five, Jesus loved Martha and her sister, which we know is Mary, and Lazarus. So the whole chapter is about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead, but but that key verse in verse 5 really lets us know that Jesus loved them. He was very close to them. I think he spent a lot of time at their house and with them. And Lazarus gets sick, and they actually send word to Jesus that he's sick, and they ask him to come see him. Now, Jesus is just a few miles away, but he delays his coming. But what this chapter does is it really lays out for us what the love of God looks like and really what our love should look like towards one another. So the first thing we notice is that love hears. We see that in verse number three, and it says, so the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God so that the son of man may be glorified through it. So Jesus is basically saying that he's not going to be permanently dead, even though he is going to pass away, but it's not going to be his permanent death. But I, I need him to die so that I can come raise him from the dead so that then God can be glorified and people can see that I really am who I claim to be. But even though he listens, he does delay in coming to Mary and Martha's house, coming to see Lazarus. And that's really important for us to understand that the love of God doesn't mean that God's going to do everything we ask him to do, that he has this bigger plan at play. And so I have to take comfort in the fact and the belief that God does love me and he's going to do things in his timetable and in his way. So God's delays are not God's denials, as somebody once said. And sometimes if, if God loves me, and I believe that, then I need to accept the fact that I'm going to have to wait and, and things are not always going to happen in the way that I want them to happen. Well, Jesus does eventually show up and his even showing up was risky because the disciples try to talk him out of going back to the house because they're like, well, the last time we were there, they wanted to stone you. So I don't think we should go. But if you really love somebody, you're going to take some risks for them. That's what Jesus does. So he shows up and Martha meets him. Martha meets him outside the house and she really scolds him. She says in verse 21, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. So she says, Lord, if you'd have come when we sent for you the first time, my brother wouldn't have died. I know you can do anything. I know you're all powerful. Jesus' response to her statements are some of the most encouraging as far as the future is concerned, as far as what happens to us after death. I rarely preach a funeral and don't reference these verses in John 11 because Jesus says to her, 
your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she says, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who is coming into the world. So after this interaction, Jesus and Martha then go to the house where they see Mary and they talk to Mary. And Mary says the same thing that Martha said. You can tell they had probably been talking about it. It says, when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus sees her weeping and the people around her weeping. And then John eleven thirty five. 35, then Jesus wept. We see the emotion of Christ. He was moved. And the Jews said, see how he loved him. Because that's what love does. It, it comforts as Jesus has done with Martha, but it also weeps. It identifies with our sorrow. And then love does the most important thing, which is love serves. If, if you love somebody, then you're going to give to them. You're going to serve them. Well, Jesus goes to the tomb and they ask him to roll away the stone. And Martha speaks up again and says, Lord, he's been dead for four days. He's going to stink. And Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? And we know that then Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. Now, we can't raise anybody from the dead, but we can serve people and we can help people as they go through the valleys in their life and whatever they may face. And I love what somebody said once, a loving heart will always find a way to bear others' burdens. Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. That's what Paul said in Galatians 6 two. So this is a great picture of what love is. Love listens to people. Love takes risks for people. Love comforts people. Love weeps with people and love serves people. And this is how, if we're going to love like Jesus, this is what that love is going to look like. Jesus, we thank you for how you cared for Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. We thank you that you loved them and you gave us a picture of what love looks like. Help us to love the people in our life the same way. Help us to love people as you loved them. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll talk to you on Monday.